Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's a warm Wednesday. It's in the 40s today. It's going to be nice. Lovely. It's supposed to be nice for the rest of the week. Yes, it is. You know what's nice? What? Disney news. Yeah, it is. Most of it. Um, This is nice. This is from the Disney Parks blog. You can celebrate soulfully at the Disneyland Resort. That's right. Celebrate soulfully is a new celebration uh, at the Disneyland Resort. And uh, it uh, features and highlights uh, black music, black culture, black food, black art. Okay. Uh, And it corresponds with Black History Month, which is the month of February. And they're going to have a feature called Celebrate Gospel on February 19th and 26th. And that is at the Disneyland Resort, um, at the, actually at the Disneyland Park. Uh, Celebrate Gospel features Kiara Sheard, a stellar award-winning singer, uh, on February 19th. And then also gospel group Sacred Groove will be there with her. And then on February 26th, contemporary gospel artists Jonathan McReynolds and Mally Music, who won a Grammy in 2021 for their song Moving On, plus the vocal group The Singers of Soul, will uh, bring their music and joy to the people. Uh, and that is on the, as I said, the 19th. These choirs are part of the performances, which will take place from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. on the Fantasyland Theater stage. And then nearby, uh, families can take part in crafts and enjoy snacks from the Troubadour Tavern um, throughout the performances. So uh, that's not the only place that they'll have music and celebration through the month of February. But Downtown Disney District will have light live night Time Entertainment, featuring R&B, reggae, funk, Motown, jazz, and doo-wop. And then on Saturday afternoon, they're going to have gospel performances. So all sorts of ways to celebrate uh, gospel and culture in Disneyland. All right. A little more culture in Disneyland. Um, the Lunar New Year, which we've turned, uh, we've talked about a couple of times, um, the Turning Red Star is at the Disneyland Resort to celebrate. That's right, Turning Red, which debuts on Disney Plus uh, March 11th, I believe, uh, it, uh, is a, the newest Pixar movie. And Rosalie Chang, who vo- voices the main character, Mei Lin Lee, uh, was at Disney uh, Disneyland this past week, and she celebrated Lunar New Year. So just a nice little story about that, uh, her and her mom celebrating, and uh, they celebrate uh, with the rest of Disneyland Park, Uh, with their Lunar New Year celebration, which is a tribute to Chinese, Vietnamese, and Korean cultures. That lasts through February 13th. All right. And that's all the interesting park news from the Disney Parks blog. And then there's one piece of news from California. All right. Um, At Disneyland, the Tarzan's Treehouse uh, scaffolding has now had its scrim removed. That's right. The scaffolding is still there. But the uh, scrim has been removed from the scaffolding, so the next step would be to remove the actual scaffolding. Right. Tarzan's Treehouse has been closed since September of 2021, and uh, the uh, scrim has been on the scaffolding since October, so it looks like that refurbishment is wrapping up. Now, that was Swiss Family Treehouse many years ago, right? Correct. And then they updated it to to Tarzan's. All right. Um. Moving over to Disney World, there was an evacuation of Space Mountain at um, the Magic Kingdom. That's right. On uh, Monday, the 7th, they evacuated Space Mountain, uh, as well as the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, uh, because of smoke and a potential fire. 
And uh, Reedy Creek firefighters have revealed uh, that the cause was a smoking refrigerator in the cast member break room. Oh, my goodness. Well, at least it wasn't like somebody who, like, burnt their popcorn in the microwave. That's true. Um, But, you know what, I I, I thought that Disney was a no-smoking park. Not for refrigerators. Refrigerators Uh, can get away with anything. All right. Um, So, yeah, this smoking refrigerator tripped off a fire alarm, and uh, firefighters were... uh, Called to the scene, and you know what the first firefighter did? What? He promptly unplugged the uh, <laughs> the refrigerator. See, you, sometimes you just need an expert. Yes, and at that point, they canceled calls for backup from other units and, the Orange, <laughs> and Orange County Fire Rescue. So you can never be too sure with fire. No, I guess you can't. Um, there is a cast member celebration at the Magic Kingdom on February 8th, or there was supposed to be, uh, but it's been postponed due to the weather. Well, that's that's today that we're recording. That's right. Um, but the sad news is if you were visiting the Magic Kingdom, oh. uh, the park was set to close at 4.30. Right. And they still closed it at 4.30, uh, but because of the, the fact that the weather was expected to be in the high 50s with an 80% chance of rain, uh, they decided to cancel the cast celebration which was a celebration recognizing cast members with 10-plus years of service. Uh, They have not announced uh, a new date yet, but once they do, it will bring about another 4.30 p.m. closure at the Magic Kingdom. Well, I'm glad for the cast members, though, because that's such a stinky way to have to celebrate. You know, when it's that cold and dark and rainy, it's just kind of awful. Right. And then it's cold, cold and dark and rainy, and they do it in some, you know, back room somewhere. Yeah. And then you can't really ride the ride, so... No, I'm glad they postponed that for, yes. for their sake anyway. Um, the Walt Disney Imagineering fi- um, has filed permits for the Journey of Water at um, Moana. That's right. The Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. Uh, you've heard us talk about many times, and it's currently under construction in Epcot. Uh, this permit is for the installation of supports for set structures, and it's being done by Adana Lakeland, LLC. Uh, they are a general construction contractor who has also worked on Slinky Dog Alien Swirling Saucers, and Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Okay. Um, The Dino Glide and some other props have been removed from the Toy Story Mania exit. This is at Hollywood Studios. That's right. The Dino Glide is the large glider uh, that is out on the uh, exit exit way, uh, as well as some dice and building blocks. Uh, They're all gone. Uh, No one knows why. Uh, the supports that hold them there are still in place. Uh, so it's possible that, um, you know, it, they're just gone for some refurbishment. I would suspect. So we don't know. Um, so we'll have to see. All right. Well, hopefully they're not gone for good. That would be terrible. It would be. Um, at Hollywood Studios, the Doc Ondar animatronic is currently hidden by a curtain. That's right. Uh, He has been down and out of commission since February 3rd. Uh, And this is the Doc Ondar that is in the Den of Antiquities, uh, which is part of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, And he is just uh, in there behind a red curtain. If you ask a cast member where he is, they will tell you that he is off world and they are not sure when he gets back. Oh, well, it's a bummer. If you really wanted to see Doc Doc Ondar. Also in Hollywood Studios, um, there is some scrim that is covering the doors of the Toy Story Mania gift shop. And that's because work continues inside the gift shop, uh, but you cannot access it from the ride. Uh, and they've put scrim up. And it is possible that this is re-theming is, uh, or this construction 
is uh, for the retheming to Jesse's Trading Post, which has been announced for Toy Story Land. Right. The Aladar has been painted with gray primer during the exterior dinosaur refurbishment at Animal Kingdom. That's right. If you've ever ridden dinosaur, you might uh, remember that as you're approaching the building, there is a fountain outside with a large Aladar, which is the uh, dinosaur on display. Uh, there had been some concerns that the uh, paint job on the dinosaur. He's not a real dinosaur. He's not? Uh, no, he's not. Oh. He's just very, very still. You spoiled it for me. Um, but his paint job had been splotchy. And it uh, looks like they are uh, uh, refurbishing him with a, with a new paint job. Um, he right now is like a gray primer color, and he is normally a blue-green. So I'm sure that will uh, be taking place over the next week or so. Did the Guardians of the Galaxy painters paint him too? Quite possibly. At Typhoon Lagoon, they are um, closing on February 9th and 10th due to the cold weather. Yeah, and this is part of an extended closure uh, Typhoon Lagoon has been closed since February 5th. Mm. Um, there is an, uh, I don't want to say it's an unprecedented cold snap, but I believe over the next two weeks, Florida is expected to have temperatures well below uh, normal. And uh, yeah, Typhoon Lagoon, they reopened in January. They've been closed most days in January and uh, are going into five or six days of closure here in February. Yeah, nobody's going on a 60 degree day. No. There's some news from your favorite bakery. It is my favorite bakery, Gideon's Bakehouse. Um, they now have the rainbow rainbow crunch cake that has come back for Pride Day Fridays. That's right. Uh, they announced on their Instagram account that this specialty item will now become a permanent part of their menu. Uh, that is the rainbow crunch cake, and it will be part of their uh, Pride uh, Pride Day Fridays. This cake costs ten dollars per slice, and it's listed as a fluffer fluffy. Three-layer vanilla confetti cake covered with uh, without extraordinary multicolored marshmallow buttercream and laced with our mega crunch rainbow crumbs. I don't think they mean without. I think they mean with our. Oh, well, they wrote out. <laughs> it's a cake without frosting. That's right. We just it, thought we would mention the frosting that is without. It is now listed as being available every Friday with no stop date. It, uh, it does look good. Um, and it just looks nice and sweet. I have not tried their cakes yet. Maybe next time we'll have to try a slice. They don't really look good to me. They look overly sweet, but I yeah. haven't actually tried them, so that's not really a fair fair well, assessment. You know, I like overly sweet things, which I know is why do. I married you. Aww. Uh, yeah. um, the Galactic Star Cruiser now has voyages available to book again. That's right. Uh, the hotel opens March 1st. And there are now there's now availability on the third sailing, um, uh, and, and there are sailings available through April and May as well. So it's not the sellout that it was initially. Now that we're at the point where people actually have to pony up the cash because right. uh, the final payment is due 60 days prior. Um, you know we're seeing availability all the way out into September, uh, which is how far out the current voyage calendar goes. So uh, just uh, interesting to see that uh, that there's availability. Yeah. All right. Um, what is happening with entertainment aboard the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser? Well, let me tell you what's happening. Uh, due to some contract negotiation issues, Disney had to fire and rehire the entertainment cast members uh, that have been hired for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, Disney is working out longer contracts. There were multiple contracts in place. Um, so... While they were fired and let go from their contracts, it's also that these contracts can be restructured 
uh, and set into it's a behind the scenes place. thing. Yeah. It's not they didn't actually fire them. They just had right. to change contracts. They around. didn't lose jobs, but right. they had to end one contract and start another. Right, that makes sense. So, uh, speaking of cruises, yes, uh, why don't we mention a little bit about the Wish? Uh, Wish sailings are now available again on uh, the Disney Cruise Line website mm-hmm. or through your favorite travel agent, who's talking to you now. Absolutely. And uh, we went to look. You know, we, we you've heard our story about our trip in July being canceled because the ship's going to be late. Uh, and there is availability. There is. I think the first one, I mean, the maiden voyage is fully booked. I think maybe the first or second one after that might be fully booked. Um, the next couple, there's one in July, one, there's a couple in early August. A lot of them only have inside staterooms currently available. Um, but after you get past that, there's quite a bit of availability, um, you know, for other, for other sailings. Right. Good. So we'll uh, at some point pick our new cruise and everyone will be happy. We're working on it. So this is part of entertainment. Uh, We mentioned earlier in the show that Turning Red uh, from Pixar will be debuting in March on uh, on Disney+. And Air Canada has celebrated uh, by theming one of their planes to uh, Turning Red, uh, which has a picture of the, well, multiple pictures of the Firefox on it. And uh, just kind of cool to see that uh, going in the air. Uh, Along with that, Air Canada announced that Canadian residents can compete for one of five prize packs to uh, to attend the film's premiere on March 8th. So uh, for all our Canadian listeners, you might want to uh, look into that. You have until February 20th. That's right. Did you know that in Canada, it's not just a sweepstakes. You actually have to answer a math problem. Really? You do. It's probably so that you're not like a robot. No, it, it's part of it's part of their legal system. You, it, it can't be. I think it can't be a game of chance. It actually has to be a game of of skill or knowledge. There has to be a test component to it. Gotcha. So it can just be a simple math problem. Right. But, right. Okay. Um, Disney Plus streamed the Oscar nominations in order to test live events. That's right. They live streamed, which is the first live stream done by Disney Plus. Uh, and as Cheryl mentioned, the uh, Oscar nominations were announced today. And that, uh, that gets us into our next couple of stories. I'll let you handle all those. All right. Encanto, Luca, and Raya and the Last Dragon were all nominated for the Academy, Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film. They are up against Sony's The Mitchells vs. The Machines and an animated docudrama named Flea. Uh, I have not seen that. Um, also from Encanto, Lin-Manuel Miranda's Dos Aruguitas has been nominated for Best Original Song. Uh, also, right now, there are, I believe, eight songs from Encanto in the top 100. So that soundtrack is just, uh, you know, rolling over the competition. Um, our good friend Lin-Manuel Miranda, with this Oscar nomination, puts him one step closer to achieving EGOT status. Do you know what uh, the EGOT status is? What it's the Emmys, the Grammys, the Oscars, and the... What's the other one? Who am I? Tony. Oh, the Tonys. Yes. Uh, so he already has an Emmy, a Tony, and a Grammy. Uh, and uh, if he wins an Oscar for Best Original Song, he will uh, have that rare distinction. He also has won a Pulitzer Prize for Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, so he's out there. Uh, Big news in the world of movies. Uh, Chris Evans is, um, well, there's the, uh, when I told you to just go ahead and do these, (laughs) you probably should have. Okay. Chris Evans is playing um, Buzz Lightyear, and there is now a trailer for that That's right. That's right. The Lightyear trailer is out. 
And uh, Disney Plus has announced a whole bunch of projects for folks. Um, uh, and this is uh, the big one is Rita Ora, who is a singer, will be joining the Beauty and the Beast prequel series. Uh, Brie Larson is going to executive produce a docu-series called Growing Up. Uh, Jeremy Renner is executive producing Renovations, uh, which sounds like a, uh, a house-style type show. Uh, he's a construction aficionado. Um, Under Wraps 2 will get a uh, reboot. Uh, actually, it's a sequel to the reboot. And uh, let's see here. Um, Gabrielle Union uh, will star in a remake for Cheaper by the Dozen. Now, the funny thing is they're calling this, uh, along with Zach Braff, uh, they're calling this a remake of the uh, film from the early 2000s starring Steve Martin and Bonnie Hunt. They say that's the original movie, but that's not true. The original Cheaper by the Dozen was in like the 1950s. Right. So uh, we're getting a remake of a remake of a remake. Fabulous. Because there is no originality in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, and then Catherine Zeta-Jones is joining the cast of National Treasure, which is going to be a Disney Plus series in the very near future. And on the Star Wars front, uh, Andor has been renewed for a second season, and the show hasn't even debuted I was going to say, we haven't watched that. Yeah. Um, now, you may ask, uh, wasn't Cassie and Andor killed at the end of Rogue One? I was just going to ask that. Well, this show takes place about five years uh, before Rogue One. All right. So... Uh, very odd because there are a number of shows that are on Disney Plus that do not, uh, you know, there's always question, are they going to get a second season? Are they not going to get a second season after their first season does really well? And here they've uh, agreed to a second season before the show's even premiered. Well, I guess they assume it's going to do really well. Yes. All right. Um, California is set to lift the statewide indoor mask mandate for vaccinated people starting on February 15th. That's right. This is according to an article in the LA Times. Uh, the mandate lift will apply to counties without their own mandate, uh, such as one such county is Orange County, the home to Disneyland Resort. Uh, but Disney has not yet announced any policy changes uh, for their parks. They are still requiring masks indoors and have been requiring that since July of 2021. Okay. All right. How about some universal news? All right. Uh, Volcano Bay is going to be closing on February 9th. That's also due to cold weather. Yeah, uh, they haven't been. This is their first time they've closed okay. in February. Uh, they were closed on January 29th and 30th, uh, but apparently those people going to Universal are of a stronger metal because <laughs> they, are, so. uh, they are a hardy stock. They, they're not bothered by the cold. Um, at Universal's Islands of Adventure, the scaffolding has been put up for the refurbishment of Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls. That's right. Uh, it's undergoing refurbishment. Uh, it's a standard refurbishment. They've put construction walls around the, the ride and have added scaffolding against the facade. Uh, and this is expected to be a, a brief refurbishment, uh, just a week or two. Nothing, nothing major. Okay. Um, construction walls are up around the Hogwarts Express at um, Universal's uh, Orlando. Didn't we already talk about this? Uh, yeah, so this is the uh, static uh, Hogwarts Express. This oh. is this is not the Hogwarts Express that goes uh, back and forth between parks. This is the Hogwarts Express, Express display train. Ah. Um, there's a short uh, refurbishment going on here. Uh, so if you thought you were going to see it, you're not. Yeah, maybe not the best time to be uh, traveling to Universal. I feel like, I don't know. I, I would really want to see that. Uh, the 
Met in New York City has a um, installation with some Disney uh, background, with some Disney history. That's right. For those of you who don't know what the Met is, it is New York's Metropolitan Museum. Uh, and there is an experience going on there now through early March, I believe it's March 6th, uh, that focuses on the Walt Disney Company and their work related to uh, French arts. It's Walt Disney, inspiring Walt Disney, the animation of French decorative arts. Uh, it is the first ever Disney exhibition at the uh, Met. Uh, they've got a lot of work from both Sleeping Beauty and Beauty and the Beast, since those are both based on French uh, fairy tales. Uh, they've also got, uh, you know, uh, paintings and um, artist sketches, as well as things like the actual book that they use for the opening of Sleeping Beauty okay. uh, and Cinderella. So uh, it's $25 for adults to get in. And $17 for seniors, $12 for students, and it does run through March 6th. Okay, So cool. uh, we heard about that too late. We could have gone and seen that when we were in the city. We did, but we had, a, day. we had a very nice day in the city. We did. We, uh, we spent time uh, with each other. We did. And had Krispy Kreme donuts. And saw Aladdin. Yes, we did. Which was... Okay. <laughs> yes. That's right. We never mentioned our... We our didn't. Tr- no. No, you, we didn't. What, what were your thoughts? Um... I think it might have been partially the actors that, well, mostly the actor that played the genie. We just, I just didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, his singing voice was good, but his speaking voice was very grating. Very um, falsetto, very high pitched. Yeah. Didn't love the songs. I mean, the songs that were from the movie were obviously good, but it wasn't, they weren't new. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was uh, one or two uh, original songs that really were not anything that would stick in your head. They weren't, they weren't fantastic. And come to find out those songs were actually cut from the movie. Oh, well, there's a reason. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, I still give it a thumbs up. I mean, it's still a Broadway play. I'm glad we paid half price. Okay. I mean, I'm glad we went. Right. But you're always glad we pay half price. I am, but I think I would have been a little, I would have been a lot more disappointed in the show if I had paid more money. Okay. Yeah. That's a good way to end the show. Yeah. All right. So hope everybody has a good couple days. We'll be back on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.